Hi, Valorous Soldiers. I'm your host, Crystal Display, and welcome back to another podcast where we're all about sisterhood, spiritual, and personal lifestyle development in the everyday woman. I hope you enjoy. Stay tuned. Hi, Valorous Soldiers. So, welcome back to another episode. My name is Crystal, and this is Women of Mighty Valor Podcast. All right, so in today's episode, I'll be sharing exactly what happens on a Women's Wednesday chat. If you're new on this platform, you probably don't know what is Women's Wednesday chat. Women's Wednesday chat is where we talk all about women issues, um, issues that, that are affecting women in everyday life. And how, you know, um, Women of Mighty Valor uh, provides solution in how we can overcome those issues as women. So in today's episode, you'll be hearing um, my voice and also my co-host. Um, her name is Naya. And so she will be joining me also on the Women's Wednesday chat. So you'll hear our um, solutions that we can provide to help overcome um women's issues today so we are going to talk about that so i'm going to invite you know my co-host she's now my co-host um naya's bingy she is a youtuber so she is gonna be you know she's gonna be on the live alongside with me and we'll be talking about eating disorder um and what advice that we can give to someone that is experiencing um eating disorder hi natalie <laughs> well gone all right so i'm gonna invite her now uh let me just see what still kind of new to this <laughs> so today we'll be talking about eating disorder because i know a lot of women out there experience that and so we want to Hi, Natalie. <laughs> Thank you for joining. So we want to um, talk a bit about that. You know, last month we talked about uh, body image and the struggles that women have in regards to body image. So today we'll be talking about eating disorder and what we can, you know, what we what advice we can give and offer to women who are experiencing that as well. So just join us now, um, Empress Naya. Click the join button. Um, yeah. So this person here, um, her name is Courtney, and she's talking about. So it to the topic is finding beauty in your battle with eating disorder. So she's just telling her story, and I'm just reading it um, about what she experienced. So we're gonna, I'm gonna read her experience, and then we'll discuss it. If that makes sense. Right. Yeah. All right. So Courtney said, for the last 12 years, I've battled anorexia. There have been seasons of recovery and seasons of relapse. My battle with anorexia has never been about the number on the scale. It has always been about control. I couldn't control everything else happening in my life, but I felt I could control my weight. Around the time this battle crept into my life, my mother became mentally ill. After years of seeing my mother 
test new antipsychotic medications and spend time in mental hospitals. Doctors diagnose her with bipolar paranoid schizophrenia. Living with a mother losing a battle to paranoia forced my twin sister and me to grow up quickly. When I needed my mother the most, she wasn't capable of helping me. Uh, sorry, uh, Coco Triplets, well gone. <laughs> Thanks for joining. So um, as you see in the topic, we're talking about eating disorder and the impact it has on women. And we're going to you know, try to offer a solution to people who are um, battling this. So I'm just reading um, what Courtney says um, and we'll jump into the questions. So she said that when I needed my mother the most, she wasn't capable of helping me. I'm thankful for the battles that have come my way in the, in the 25 years I've been on this earth. Wow. Being raised by a mother with mental illness and my personal battle with anorexia have molded me into who I am today. I remember being upset with God and doubting his goodness in the difficult moments, but now I know these struggles have been used to bring God the glory he deserves. Today, I'm confident in knowing God fights for me and with me. Therefore, and there's beauty to be found in moments of vulnerability and transparency that brings hope, redemption, and purpose, especially in difficult times. I used to go through life white knuckled until I had a moment of full surrender to the Lord. Whatever battle you're fighting today, whether it's doubt, comparison, addiction, pride, whatever it does not define you, my eating disorder does not define me. These battles are a part of my story that's still being written by, by, by God who is fighting for all of our hearts. Yes, because of his loving care, my heart's been shaped into something beautiful, brave, and strong. Wow. 25 years. That's a long time. So... I mean, let's get into it. What, what, what are you, what are your thoughts, Maya? I think that in the in the lady's story, mm. the eating disorder was not necessarily to do with um, weight, isn't it? How she felt about herself or her weight. I think it was more to do with like the food or her intake um, was the only thing in her life that she had left. To like, control. control. It was all about control. Like she couldn't control what was happening to her mother. You can't control the things that happen to you in your life. But one thing you can control is like the food that you eat or your intake. Um, mm. So I guess that's like, that was her way of dealing and coping with it. But unfortunately she ended up losing her weight and she got, yeah. I mean, Although she had an eating disorder, the eating disorders are also a form of mental illness as well. So it's, yeah. it also depends on how you how you deal and cope with certain things as well. Because she herself should have seeked help. Because exactly. she had, although her mom had a mental illness, she then got a, a mental illness herself, which was in the form of an eating disorder. No, but she mentioned that her seeing her mother um, going through all that. It's like she was trying to cope with using doing that method, like a method of coping. 
um yeah you know she should have i i because she was young as well because she said that she and her sister had to grow up um fast you know and as children mm. that's not fair you know but yeah. that's just life it happens and we just need to in that moment though she should have seek help she should have seek help yeah yeah, yeah. that was just her coping mechanism exactly so we we did a bit of research um because i haven't personally i don't know if you've experienced any form of eating disorder but i haven't personally experienced it. i think i was near to get to that but that didn't get me if that makes sense <laughs> sorry that's my bug on okay. hey thank I you for joining us dot <laughs> yeah so it almost okay i can tell you like a brief moment where i almost got to that point but then i was mentally strong if that makes sense because of you know because of what i've been through that could not please me so basically i was in university um he said big up cuz in university yeah sorry continue yeah so in university um you know, I've always been slim. You know me. I've always been slim. And I think other people or other people's tradition would look at me and think that, oh, I'm too slim or I'm too, what, what can I say? It's like, is there a, that's, there's, they have a problem with my weight, basically. Even though I myself love how I am, you know, yes, I would like to gain a little bit of weight, which I'm working on, but it's not like oh significant weight i just want to gain a bit of weight um and maybe because i'm breastfeeding as well it's kind of like you know breastfeeding makes you shed weight anyway so but anyway i've always been slim my mom has been slim when she was younger and you know after having children she gained a bit of weight and stuff like that so i've always been conscious of my so 10 they said i had bulimia wow at like six seven really so how did you overcome that wow just to get this straight bulimia Bulimia. is like the definition of when you eat and after you've eaten you you make yourself sick in order to get rid of the food again is that correct is it bulimia nervosa because there's different types we'll have to get into that as well there's different types but it says here that yeah so she said when you eat and throw up yeah i think a lot of people do though that six seven though wow what what do you think was the reason for that do you think there was something that triggered it or was there a reason behind why you were doing this especially at such a young age it can be the environment Oh, it yeah. stopped when I moved from the toxic. So, so I'm saying it could be. So she said that it was the environment. She moved from the toxic house I was living in. So see what I'm saying? It's all about either internally, so either mentally, or it could be external factors that trigger that behavior. You understand? Wow. I'm happy that you overcame it. Yeah. If, you could, if you could share some tips as well, um, Tende, um, exactly. <laughs> what type of um what did you do to overcome it then please share as well because i know a lot of people out there are battling it with it currently and they don't know how to go about it and there's also a lot of people that don't know anything about it either exactly you know um if you guys want to know more on um you know to learn more about eating disorder you can check out it's called rethink.org um it literally lists out the different types of 
um, eating disorder. So there is um, anorexia nervosa, there is bulimia nervosa, there is binge eating disorder, um, there is there's loads, emotional overeating, there's a lot. And I didn't even know that there was so much out there, but there's a lot. Yeah, selective eating as well. Yeah, there's a lot. I can't believe it. You know? And they said here that some of the factors... I mean, what do you think, like, some of the factors... What What do you think that people that experience that... What, what are some of the factors you think that they face um, that can cause that? Well, like we just discussed, the environment, sometimes toxic situations that you're in. Uh, so, I think maybe... How do I explain it? Like control, if there's something you don't have control over, that can be your way of losing control. Yeah. Um, also, depression has a lot to deal with eating disorders. Is it worry, isn't it? Worry and anxiety. Like worry, worry, anxiety, like, and then negative emotions also impact the way we deal with our food and our intake. Like, negative thoughts or emotions, depression also is a big factor. Bullying, bullying as well. Bullying can also lead you to, to eat as well. Eat. You find comfort in the food that you're eating. Or... Exactly. Yeah. There's a lot. There, there's a lot of external factors that can cause. Um, Coco Triplet said OCD can turn into eating disorder as well. Wow. Yeah. It can. Yeah. So um, back to the story. So I was in university, you know, Taking my classes as per usual, um, mm -hmm. I was studying, and I think because she, in her culture, when somebody is slim, that's considered of someone suffering, that is anyway, that's what um, her culture is. So she looked at me, and she gave me a look, right, as if, like, like you need to gain some weight. And that time, in myself, I was comfortable with my weight. I was happy with my weight. I didn't think anything of it. And I think the reason why, as well, in university, and maybe you've experienced it, but studying a hard course can trigger um, you losing weight automatically anyway because you're so stressed out that you lose Just weight. Active, yeah. yeah, even though you're eating, you know, I ate normal. I didn't um, starve myself or anything. I ate like normal, but I still lost weight. Not just me, but my other friends that, you know, they lost weight too. So everyone lost weight in university. So I think it's just, um, it's just, even if you're eating, it still just happens. You know, if you're not, if it, if you're, if your mind, if you're stressed out or if you're anxious about something, then I think it all starts with the mind. And then right. it later down affects your body. I don't know um, for you, but for me. So anyway, she looked at me like, oh, you need to gain a bit of weight. And at one point, I thought about what she said. And if I had, you know, overthink it a bit more, and if I didn't have, like, a relationship with God, if I didn't know about God overall, I probably would have entered into that stage. But because, you know, you know me already, because I've been through a lot, and yeah. because... I've always had comments. I've heard comments anyway all my life. Oh, how why why are you so slim? Hi, Valor soldiers. So we're back. Would you like to join a community of women that actually supports you personally, spiritually? 
and emotionally, then go ahead and check out our website, which is womenofmightyvaluaministry.com. We cater to your personal and spiritual development as a woman through our various events and retreats. We pray and fast on a weekly basis as a group and interceding for others. We uplift and encourage each other in Christ as well through our WhatsApp group or also via Google Meets. We are a community of women who empowers and support you emotionally in Christ. And we also host various virtual events retreats and challenges every single month in order to cater to your personal and spiritual development if you're interested in that then go ahead and check out directly our website which is womenofmightyvaluarministry.com and all those things i've been through that so what her comment couldn't phase me and um, but if, if it was somebody else maybe it would have phased them and they would have entered into that dark realm you know and so it's just it's like people have to be really careful about what they say to somebody because you never know what somebody is going through you don't know my situation and you know yeah you, you see what i'm saying naya i don't know if you get what i'm saying but do. she doesn't know my circumstance to even say that to me. But right. you no, know, I just let it go anyway. I let it go. And um I just learned to love myself, you know, love my weight. You know, even though I'm trying to gain a bit of weight just because I want to, not because of what she said to me, because I personally want to. Um, but you just have to be careful about how you approach people, I think. That's my story. I almost got there, but, you know, thank God that I knew myself. I knew that, you know, learning to love myself for who I am anyway, that didn't, I didn't enter into that. Um, yeah. I don't know. Did you have any experience like that? Uh, I don't think I've had any with, like, an eating disorder. However, mm. like, passing comments like what you just described, but mine is a little bit different. Mine more so came from, like, in the home I was actually living in, like the most comments I've had made to me actually come from my parents. Okay. So, like, believe, believe it or not, like, obviously in my childhood I did a lot of athletic swimming, etc. So I had like an athletic slim build. But then as I grow, as I grew into puberty, and I started growing into my own body, etc. Um, I started like gaining weight in certain places, and you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but my parents would say say certain things like, um, you know, you need to lose some weight. You need to lose, like, often. It wasn't just an odd time, one type of thing. It was like a, almost a constant, you need to lose weight, or why are you wearing that? Or, you know, like certain things, like skinny jeans, for example, my mum would say something like, you know, skinny jeans are only for white people. You don't have that kind of, you know, you're not slim enough to go into skinny jeans type of thing. Yeah. Lo and behold, everybody from short Everybody's to tall, wearing skinny jeans, though. <laughs> it's not a thing. But, um, yeah. But, you, but how did you, like, block their comments then? Because if somebody's not strong in themselves, like, if they're not rooted, right, they can easily go through a phase of depression and then eventually maybe it can lead to an eating disorder like how did you block their comments and i just i just didn't listen to what they had to say and i had people from outside of my home telling me i look you look good so i don't know what 
I tell you all the time. I'm sorry, but I, I do tell her all the time. But even though she don't, I know. But still. I, I don't know. For some reason, my parents just think, you know, I'm either overweight or I'm wearing clothes that basically they they want me to wear like baggier clothes, clothes that don't show anything. Like mm. I don't know. In fact, they want me to turn into some Muslim women that wears the 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 get up that they wear every day so that they don't show anything. So they, they, they want you to cover your body because it shouldn't. Yeah. Okay, but there's certain ways you can dress though. You, obviously, you don't have to expose yourself, but you, there's certain, you can wear clothes that fit your body, you know. Nothing's wrong exactly. with that. And I can wear skinny jeans that are my size, which I do all the time, so I don't <laughs> understand. Why. There's different sizes. I, I don't understand the comment why skinny jeans are only for white people because that's definitely not true. No, I just, everybody. I, also, when I was younger, um, obviously going through my swimming days, my competitive days, there was one time where I think Courtney they, they, they tried to put me on a diet. Everybody that's joining, hello. hello. Um, they put me on a, on a diet where they took carbs out of my diet completely. Cool, my parents, yeah, my parents put carbs out of my diet completely. Absolutely no carbs. I was living on vegetables and meat only. And obviously, you know about all my allergies and stuff that I deal with. So that wasn't really... That's why they, is that why they did that then? Maybe they were cautious? They were cautious, yeah. But I think it was just a little bit too much. I mean, if you, oh, want, okay. to, if you want to do something like that, cut the carbs down a little bit. But you can't take... You can't take carbs out of a child's diet just like no, that. That was because you need extreme. you need it to grow, you know. Exactly. You and lo and behold, I actually I don't I don't I wouldn't say I have a perspiration issue, but coming yeah. from the West Indies, I sweat a lot. Like even yeah. though I'm born and lived in the UK, I perspire. I sweat a lot. It doesn't matter what I'm doing. For some reason, I just I seem to sweat. So when yeah. you're sweating, you're getting rid of the toxins. You're getting rid of the natural salts that's in your body. So. I didn't, I didn't even realize, but I was eating a lot of salty food to get that back into my system. And obviously, you're taking that out if I don't eat any carbs. So I think that diet only lasted a few weeks or like maybe a month or so. But really, I was I was just finding ways around it. I would buy food outside of the home. Oh, yes. Yeah. Man. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So, I mean, there's a few, you know, there's a lot that there's a lot of eating disorder out there um you know as i said check out the website rethink.org they talk mm -hmm. about different different eating disorder um but you know what we can offer you because you know is we can give you advice um in regards to like you know i'm gonna say well i'm gonna ask naya what advice she would give and i would say my part as well but what advice do you give somebody that is going through that and um natalie if you could also like give some tips as well you know share some tips um in how you have overcome your eating disorder you know she said that she meant she had it when she was six seven um she's very young um very but young. it's you know if you could just share with us as well um some of the tips that you did in order to overcome it because the point of this live is to help somebody out there to overcome that eating disorder um so yeah so first of all we need to just define that like, what is an eating disorder and based on the website rethink.org um they said that eating disorder is a mental uh, it's a mental illness 
um, you know, where you use, you will use food to try to manage your feelings. If you have an eating disorder, you will, you will have an unhealthy relationship with food. So it's either you eat too much or you eat too little. There's no balance. And so that's what an eating disorder is, according to rethink.org. So what are some of the tips anyway that someone can, um, like where can they go first of all for help and how can they overcome it? Uh, I think you should definitely see, first of all, a medical professional yeah. for help. Yeah. A medical professional. Like a GP, um, doctor. Like, yeah, like a GP. You should also talk to somebody family and friends about what you're going through emotionally um, um, go ahead uh, Natalie said to be honest at the time I didn't realize I had an eating disorder until later on I did food tech at GCSC oh, okay I see and we were talking about eating disorder so you see what I'm saying some people may have eating disorder but they're not even realizing that they have it alright that's fine did anybody else did anybody else notice that you had an eating disorder as well? Like, did anybody like, else see you maybe put your fingers down your throat or see you vomiting back the food or anything? Did anyone see, like, that there, there might have been something wrong when it came to you and how you deal with food? Or And then she said, and then the memories and flashbacks of me waking up in the middle of the night to throw up. Wow. Wow. And when you threw up, sorry, when you threw up, did you put your fingers down your throat or did you just feel like you needed to be sick and ran to the bathroom? And Like, did you have control over the fact that you were being sick after eating? Did you do it on purpose or did it just happen like, in the no. middle of the night when you were waking up? No, there was a lot of neglect, so no, they didn't. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry that happened to you. Yeah, wow. At such a young age. Um, I think people should also definitely seek a psychiatrist. Like someone to talk to, isn't it? Someone to definitely... I'm trying try to deflect the attention that you have on the eating disorder elsewhere. I would make myself throw up the food, not with finger, but yeah, I would make myself do it. Oh, my God. And that it, it still goes back to, I think, the way we handle. Because, you know, maybe she was, you know, stressed out or anxious about something. The environment, as she said, was toxic. So that triggered um, that behavior without even her realizing that it was a eating disorder. My goodness. So, you know, what other tips that you can offer, Naya? Um, I don't know, like maybe trying to focus, focus your control needs somewhere else. Mm -hmm. I mean, the only thing I can say is maybe, I don't know, find a sport or an exercise you enjoy doing instead of focusing on food. Because mm -hmm. naturally, if you're going to do an exercise and exert your, ex overexert your body doing exercise, once, yeah. once you finish with that exercise, you'll come back and you'll, I don't know, maybe you'll feel hungry and you'll want to keep the food down. Or you'll only eat like in proportion to what your body actually needs in order to replenish what you've lost during your exercise. Focus your energy, focus focus your attention elsewhere. 
put your focus somewhere else other mm. than into food maybe i mean i'm not a psychiatrist so i don't know exactly what to say but in my opinion that's maybe how i would deal with it if i ever had an eating disorder she said but to overcome i would say change of environment yeah yeah that is well. the change that like whatever factor is triggering it try to yeah, if whatever factor um, I think that is triggering it, then try to um, either move away from it or. Yeah. Um, so some of the, I wrote down a list of things. So as Naya said, contact your GP. I think that's the first thing as well. Contact a medical professional. Um, and and even that, you know, as um, Natalie said that about like mental. You know, sometimes you're not even aware that you have it. So if you think you have it, then contact your GP. Let them do like a mental health assessment, you know, to even mm. confirm if you have it or not. And ask your GP what are the some of the management or, you know, ways to how to manage um, the condition. Because I don't think medication is the answer to everything. You know, sometimes, because yeah. medication as well, they do have side effects. Um, yeah. So I don't think medication is... I mean, some people use it, you know, to help, but I think there's other ways as well. Well, and be transparent. Accountability reason, exactly. So get a accountability partner as well, um, so that you don't, so that yeah, to prevent throwing up or whatever behavior that you you're doing. So yeah, so as I said. Alright guys, so these are the four steps to be saved. So I'm just gonna, you know, share the gospel um the good news, um, you know, the need for Jesus. So the first stage is hearing the word of God, which is the gospel. And the gospel is about Jesus Christ. The fact that um, you know, one man that was created by God, you know, the first man was Adam and he he disobeyed God and so sin came into the world sin entered the world and sin is when you break god's law and that separated us from god and so god had to find another way in order to bridge that gap um you know to prevent that separation between us and him and so he decided to send his only son jesus christ to die on the cross for that sin because the the payment for sin was death that was the payment for sin. And so God said, all right, I'm going to send my only son, Jesus, to die on the cross for the world one time and, you know, bridge that gap. And so he sent his only son to die on the cross. And he now, he, you know, God raised him up from the dead and he lives again. So, you know, that is what it's all about. You know, when you read in the New Testament, um, it explains everything. But yeah, that is the good news. Then number two, in order to be saved, you need to believe in the word. And when you read in John, it says that the, the word is referring to Jesus. So all you need to do is believe in Jesus. Believe that he died and he rose again from the dead. And that's what Romans 10 verse 9 to 10 says. Um, and then number four is repenting of your sins. And when you repent, it means to turn away from your old ways so your old ways of living the way you used to live before you know god you, you're gonna turn away from that 
and how do you like how do you turn away from that so it's just you simply asking god praying to god and asking him look god i'm sorry you know i'm a sinner i'm sorry that i've wronged you um forgive me of my sins and cleanse me from every unrighteousness and just tell him that look i receive your son jesus christ into my life and from this day forth i want to live for you i want to serve you with all of my heart my mind my body my soul like everything that i do god i want to do it for you from today so that is how that's what it means to turn away from your sin you're acknowledging god that you're, you're not you're acknowledging the need for jesus into your life and then the final stage is baptism, you know. So baptism is so important because it symbolizes, you know, when you... So it's not the sprinkle of water, but it is the total submerge in water. You know, I think a lot of people um say in, in the controversy saying that, oh, when you eat, if you baptize as a baby, does that count? I don't think it counts because at the end of the day, when you hear God's word, you need to be able to understand it and understand what the gospel is all about you know but if you do understand it i'm not saying that young people or young a child cannot understand god's word if you understand the need and the gospel the need for the gospel then you know then that counts but the baptism i'm talking about is not the sprinkle but the submerge into water and that needs to be done by a pastor an ordained pastor and so Jesus commands us in the New Testament that you need to be baptized in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. That's what you need to be baptized in, um, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. And that's what Jesus said, you know. So, yeah, so those are the four stages in how to be a Christian. It's not that hard. I don't know why people, you know, misinterpret what does it mean to actually be a Christian. You know, being a Christian is, is not just about going to church every Sunday. It's not about that. It's about the relationship that you have with God like that's what it's all about your relationship with God and in order to have a relationship God you know in order to have a personal relationship with God it is it starts with Jesus you know the Bible says that Jesus is the only way there's no other way to be saved there's no other way to get to heaven there's no other way to be with God but through his only son Jesus Christ that's how you can be saved that's how you guarantee your spot in heaven that's how you become a Christian through having a re personal relationship with God by accepting his son, Jesus Christ, into your life. That's it. Nothing else. Um... <laughs> Confirm if you have it or not. Um... You know talk to a therapist you know a psychologist a person that's a professional mental health um profession so um you know because of anyone in the comments while we're discussing do you guys know of anyone that has ever had an eating disorder but yeah continue Shelley. Yeah, so talk to a therapist, you know, um, because of corona and thing, they do have a website, it's called betterhelp.org, so you can talk to somebody um, literally um, on the phone or however um, um, 
avenue that you want but you can choose a therapist um on betterhelp.org there's also life sum so i recently I, I knew about this app before but it literally helps you in a way that if your aim is to so for example if somebody have eating disorder they have the app is where you can actually say okay i want to eat healthy the only thing i don't like about the app is the fact that it counts calories so that's the only you can be a bit obsessed about the calories but they do aim you know whatever your aim is for example to lose weight or to gain weight but i think for anyone that have an eating disorder to try to eat healthy click that um option and then they will help you to eat healthy because they do have like different meals on it that you can help eat healthy and stuff like that so i think that's the best option i think just try to eat healthy you know have a balanced diet um don't eat too much don't eat too little but have a balanced um diet yeah. overall um you know do do your research even if you can get a nutritionist as well that would be helpful you know cuz a balanced diet helps you to helps your body as well and as i said check out the website rethink.org you know for the different types of eating disorder i think if you think you have an eating disorder it's good to learn a bit more about it and how you can manage it as well and um, there's also emotional support line available um if you want to talk to somebody you know they have that information on rethink.org so that's why i said check out that website because they have that website um you know with where, where the number for support emotional line um and of course i'm going to suggest this ministry because i do care about you you know as i said you can ask natalie we we are here oh, exactly you know <laughs> what what you said what you said Sorry, I was gonna sorry. Uh, <laughs> I think I was from my head. I knew you was gonna say talk to God. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna say I'm sorry, but literally <laughs> God is the answer to everything. Believe it or not, because He's the one that helped me. If I did not know God, I probably would have been through that avenue. Doing is that doing so? <laughs> I do. You're late. You're late. That's my boyfriend, is by that, the way. You okay. He's late. You are late. <laughs> Hello, everyone. He said, "Yeah, so you know, Women of Mighty Valor Ministry. We have a website. It's called Women of Mighty Valor Ministry dot com. We're here twenty four seven. So if you want to talk to somebody, um, and even for prayer as well, we are available. Um, so please let us know as well because I think with eating disorder, you need to talk to somebody. There's, you know, you can't battle this alone. And as Naya said, I'm gonna." you know talk about god because god is the answer to everything point blank you know and if you have a relationship with god you can even pray about you know pray about the situation and ask ask him to find help for you as well i think um and then the final thing is talk to family and friends very important you know if you don't have you know family or friends around that are supportive then You can always shout us out Women of Mighty Valor Ministry or as I said um check the website that has this the emotional support line available. So yeah. Naya, any thoughts? <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I can't really give too much advice because I I just feel like I'm not Because we've never experienced it. That's the thing, isn't it? Yeah, and I'm not a professional in that in that sector. Yeah. So I can't really, but as 
I feel like depression has a lot to do with eating disorders. I mean, I think a lot of people at one time or another in their life have um, maybe experienced some form or, or has experienced some form of depression and then food is just a way to cope with it, mm. I believe. I don't know, like, I, because I think, because I talked about it briefly on my podcast where I said I, I experienced um, postnatal depression for like a brief moment, but it wasn't like I wasn't in it very long. You know, like how some people um, go through it for years. It was just for like literally after giving birth, then I don't know what, I don't know, because I was talking to another mother that experienced something like that, where she just did, after giving birth, you don't want to do anything, you don't want to go out, you don't want to, that people open the windows, nothing, you just didn't want to do anything. Yeah, that's, yeah, I've been through it, you know, you just don't want to do anything, I, you can't really explain that, you know, in that moment, my midwife was saying, are you alright, like, is everything okay, I was like, yeah, everything is fine, but then... Thinking, yeah, but, but then thinking about it, no, I'm just like, maybe it wasn't fine. You know, maybe yeah. I should have reached out to somebody. But as you said, sometimes you're going through things and you don't even know that you're going through it, you know. Right. So that's what I said. Definitely try to seek help. You know, you can't battle this alone. You need some form of support out there. Yeah. And even if you if you cannot see that you have the disorder or the mental illness mm. just by explaining the way you feel somebody else may be able to pick up on the pick fact that what you're feeling is not normal so yeah. definitely just try to express maybe or just explain the way you feel or the things that you don't like doing or the things you don't have interest in doing yeah exactly exactly you know um they said on the website here you can call um our advice center as well um it's oh three hundred five thousand nine two seven um or you can email them at advice at rethink.org so there's loads of information on rethink.org for um you know for advice or someone some form of support they have the information so i said check the website guys yeah um with with is it natalie i don't want to get too much into your business or for you to put your information out there but like in terms of today like in the present times now that you've dealt with what you had to go through that's not that you've overcome you still, it yeah do you still get like flashbacks or do you still do you sometimes think about going like back or or do they does it no longer affect you because the people that you were in the household with they no longer it's like no longer a toxic environment or you don't have anything to do with them anymore so that's like completely in the past now if you're still there i don't even know who's still here or who's not <laughs> <You don't laughs> we'll just wait i wonder if, if i can send this to no i can only send it like in DMs. What? Like oh, the, I can send it to my page or something. I don't know. Or I'm maybe after it will come up with I'm that option. I'm going to try to tag you and see. Um, she said, God took me through a process last year. So you see what I'm saying? It all goes back to a relationship with God. And she said, where I went through intense healing... That's good. Wow. 
I think you should also try and, like, everybody who has this, some form of eating disorder should put their trust and control into God because that's the only person that can really take it off your shoulders for you, to be honest. Yeah. She said some scars are still here, but I cast it all on God. Exactly. I think we, I think we as humans, right, we can't carry everything. We're not meant to carry everything um, on our shoulders. You know, even me, for example, I'm currently experiencing burnout. It might not be a big deal to somebody. But burnout? Yeah, burnout. Like, it's just severe burnout. Like, that's that? like, it's like when you feel extremely exhausted, you oh, know. Me. <laughs> Yeah, from work. It can be burnout. So that's easy. exactly how I'm feeling, man. It's just yeah. So you know, if you don't, that's what I'm saying. Like one way or the other, we can't carry that burden on our own. We need to give it to God somehow. You know, we can't. We're not meant to carry it anyway. So today, I realized that. Look, I need to step back. Re re um evaluate everything that i'm doing you know even though i'm doing a lot for god and stuff like that i realize that i can't do everything and i need to step back and look after myself you know rest like it's so important to rest um yes. so that's what i'm currently experiencing um what I need to do. <laughs> yeah we need to we need to rest man but yes definitely remember to cast your burdens onto god cares for us If you enjoyed this episode, then go ahead and hit that subscribe button and share to your family and friends. And I'll see you guys next week, if God's willing. Bye, Valor Soldiers. Mm -hmm.